fantasy basketball managers in 10 team ESPN points leagues. We are cooking this episode up for you. We're about to conduct a real life, actual 10 team fantasy basketball draft on ESPN drafting from the 10th position. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan who plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. Now, I'm sitting up in here at the crib on a Sunday night shooting live fantasy basketball content. Listen, we got about four minutes before this draft pops off. So I'm going to just get in with the proceedings and get this, you know what I'm saying, pay these bills real quick because this episode is presented to you by Bet Online. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all sports. Wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember to use the promo code believe to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts Woo, man we are cooking with hot grease about three minutes before the actual draft starts. So before we do that, I want to make sure you are fully aware because I don't want people out here in these streets not knowing what's happening. We are celebrating the beginning of the NBA season. It's going down in just a few short days, less than two weeks. We are excited. So what we're doing what we're doing at Believe in Fantasy Basketball, we're giving away two graded SGC rookie cards. Two rookie cards, one of my man, Josh Giddy, the other one of my one of my favorite players in fantasy and in real life, Motorcade Cunningham, right, from the Detroit Pistons. So both of these cards are going to be given away to two lucky winners. To enter to win, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Leave us a review about our podcast and then shoot me an email at believeinfantasy at gmail.com just so I can verify that you're actually playing, right? So once I verify, then I'll put you in the pool. I think we're going to actually do a drawing live here, maybe on the first night of the NBA season or the night before. We haven't finalized that. If you guys preference, like the day before or the show before we start the season, let me know. So this is going down right now. Let me go ahead and get focused. Starting in two minutes, so I'm going to share my screen. I have a, a really bad habit of, like, sharing my screen late, so I want to make sure we get a head start and do that. Uh, if you are checking in live, please make sure you give any suggestions or ideas around who I should pick. 
just to give you a little context on this group of uh, fellas that I'm drafting with, this is a mix of literally homeboys from high school. Like one of my oldest, one of my oldest buddies is up in here. Um, like we go way back, you know what I'm saying? Since uh, even, I think we were in middle school together and we went through high school together. And then me and my man, this is my man, Cody. We actually moved as young adults. And when we were like 18, 19, we moved to Orlando, Florida together. So me and him have a rich history. Also some of my homies from my rapping days in here, like my college years almost, my man, John Nottie's in the building. My man, Rick Eight is in the building. I went to college with him. My cousin is in here, Juzik. You know what I'm saying? So some of these guys might be slacking. I know a couple of them <laughs> are going to be focused. Uh, specifically, my cousin who is PA higher shooters, his, that's his team. He's going to be locked in. And also my man, Gastonia Slim, that's one of the guys I went to college with. He's going to be locked in. Also, um, them N-words there, my man, he's going to be locked in. That's my man, Nadi. He's going to be really locked in. Some of the ones that might be sleeping, Brooklyn Finest might be sleeping. That's a guy I used to work with. Team Yak Boys, that's a good friend from our childhood, but I don't think he's going to be really locked in. And then, um, yeah, some of the other guys are just friends of friends. So we're about 25 seconds away. I'm drafting from the 10th position. So, you know, if you know anything about us here at Believe in Fantasy Basketball, I love the 10th position. The 10th position is one of my favorite places to draft. And honestly, in all my years of playing fantasy basketball, I've never had the first pick. So I'm I'm like whatever. I'll take I'll take the 10th pick. This is just as good. I'll take the 10th pick because the 10th pick is just as good as the first pick, especially in a 10 team league. We have a lot of people in our community who are asking for uh, content surrounding 10-team leagues. In our Discord, people are asking for it. Um, even on YouTube, when we posted some 10-team mock draft videos, people were like, can you do more? So I'm really excited for you guys to see a real draft of homies from... This This league is, I want to say, eight years old now. So we've been doing this for a long time. For bragging rights, it's a family affair. And hopefully you get tons of value because I know many of you are drafting this weekend or next weekend. So, and some are even drafting during the week. So if, in fact, you need to make sure that you have everything in order, this is the place for you. I did make a mistake in setting up the draft here. I said it looks like I did 90 second picks, which I was a total mistake on my bad. But we had a couple of guys who didn't set their keepers before we started uh, in another league that I was doing. And I just didn't have time to give this one the attention. So I was like, I had a 9 o'clock draft, and then I have this 10 o'clock draft. I, that's my bad. So these should be, you know, at least 30 or, or 60 second picks. You don't want to go a minute and 30 because it just takes too daggone long, and we, we might be here a little bit. But hopefully, if everyone shows, it'll move along. If we have people auto-drafting, after that first pick, it should just go to an automatic auto-draft. So that, that'll be cool there. So... Right now, my strategy here from the 10th, I always like to see who's going to fall. That's the big thing, right? Like, who's going to fall? Will they land in my lap? You know, so I know the Joker won't fall. I know Giannis likely won't fall. Luka probably won't fall. Jason Tatum might not fall. Embiid might not fall. But Tyrese Halliburton might fall. SGA might fall. Anthony Edwards would might fall as well. I don't know how much interest I have in um, Anthony Edwards that early. 
Like, I believe he will have first-round production this season, but I don't know if I want to draft him eighth. So I would be more interested in someone like DeMontis Sabonis or even Steph Curry there. Uh, not so interested in LeBron James there. I have some interest in Damian Lillard and maybe even Trey Young and Anthony Davis and also LaMelo Ball. Anthony Davis is someone that I'm on the record saying, like, I, I'm kind of allergic to drafting him. I don't really mess with him like that. It's like something that I'm really not trying to do. But if he falls to me, that's something that I have to consider. Because one thing we got to say about Anthony Davis, and this is like super true. Anthony Davis, when he's healthy, is one of the top three to five fantasy basketball players. When Anthony Davis is healthy, he is a force to be reckoned with in fantasy basketball. So I get it. Like, I'm not I'm not stupid, right? Kawhi Leonard, a different story. I'm not drafting Kawhi just off a of GP. I can't. I had too many dark days because of that brother. But um, we got a question from my man. Who is that? We got a question from my man. Hey, Task Marts. He says, hey, I'm fourth pick, 10-team, nine-category. Halliburton or Curry? Halliburton every day, all day. That's an easy one. I have questions. You could drop my best to answer questions, but also if you have suggestions on who we should draft here, please let us know. So it looks like uh, we got a couple auto drafters, which is all good as long as they don't try to be pulling in and out of the draft. That's the thing that kills me with auto drafters. If you're going to auto draft, just auto draft. Like set, pick your picks. Do your thing, but don't be like coming in, coming out, coming in, coming out. Like it's just too much, man. And we out here trying to. Oh shoot, these joints is at two minutes. Lord, I, I'm about to, I'm about to go to the bathroom. That makes me so upset, man. My bad about that, guys. That should that should have been at least a sixty second pick, not two minutes. Lord, give me the strength. So we got the first pick off the board is Nikola Jokic. Second pick off the board, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then we got Brooklyn No Heroes. He's likely going to grab Luka Doncic here. That makes sense. I'm, I'm, I would actually take Luka second. But it seems like ESPN has um, adjusted their projections here and their rankings or whatever. And Giannis is number two. Giannis was number three, I think, for a while. Have a quick sip of this drink. Parched. <clears throat> Got to stay hydrated. Okay. Been at work trying to like get focused on drinking a gallon of water a day. And man, it's been hard, man. I've been doing a half a gallon okay, but uh, a gallon is tough. So it looks like Brooklyn No Heroes will likely grab Luca here. For me, I'm like, I have my game plan. Like I'm locked in on my game plan. For me, it's like I said earlier, in that first round, in a, with the 10th pick, I'm looking to see what kind of scraps fall off the table. But in fact, if it goes according to projections, Curry and Sabonis are like my back-to-backs that I'm looking at. Th- those are the guys that I'm like, all right, I feel comfortable with Curry, have some health concerns, but I know that he can give first-round value. Sabonis, on the other hand, is somebody that I like, he is no joke. For fantasy basketball. So if you could grab him in the second round in a points league, oh my goodness. First, he, some people are drafting him in the first round. For, but for me, 
first or second round. Like if I if I got that back to back, tenth pick, come on, man. Like, listen, I, I'm not. I, I I have been very high on the record, honestly, about the guy here that you see at 24, Kevin Durant. I've been super high on Kevin Durant, but man, I might have to move him a little down my rankings, man, because. It's just like the the higher I go on him, the more pushback I'm getting, not just from the community, but also from the industry. As you guys know, like I, I'm actively, um, you know, putting out content in the fantasy basketball industry, and I and I am on record that I am way higher than most on KD. So I'm starting as we get into this these last couple of um, weeks before the drafts, um, before the season starts, to kind of you know. Keep keep that in mind that, you know, if everyone's saying one thing, like, you want to be mindful of it. But I always tell people, follow your gut. Because the thing about my KD, um, you know, position is that if I'm wrong, I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to say I'm wrong. That's one thing about me. If, I, if, if I'm wrong, I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to say I'm wrong. We got a couple of questions. Another one from Taz Martz. He says, Halliburton, when Trey's good. Second pick, Young, Halliburton, then Trey is good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I love that. Then we got one from my man, Keel Flores. What up, Keel? He says, Khalil. Is it Khalil? I'm sorry. I hope I ain't jack your name up, dog. He says, hey, Believe fam, I'm in a 12-team, 11-category. Ooh, exciting. Pick seven with Shea, AD, Butler, Turner, Garland, Clax, um, Mark Williams, MPJ, Harris, Jones, Fultz, and Hayward. Any interesting thoughts on strategy? Man, I mean, I'm going to be absolutely honest with you, my guy. Like, I'm a little blown away by the 11 cat. I'm not too active in any 11 cat league, so I don't want to give you any bad advice. But what I would say is that you having that anchor of Shea and AD in a 12-team league is phenomenal because arguably those are two first-round guys. So I think you're top-heavy as heck, and as long as you play to the strength of uh, the strengths of those two players and, and create your build around that, you'll be okay. Thank you so much for the question. All right. So it looks like, oh, we got some picks off the board, and we have some shockers here. Oh, baby. It's getting interesting. So, okay, okay, I'm, I'm a little excited. I'm a little excited. All right. So listen to this. Number one, we had Jokic. Number two, we had Giannis. Number three, we had Luka. Number four, we had Tatum. That all sounds right, right? At number five, we had Devin, Devin Booker. Devin 7 Booker. This shakes it up. So now when I talk about that 10th pick, the scraps are falling off the table now because Embiid should have went. Halliburton should have went. SGA should have went. Baby Edwards. Now I'm looking like I might be able to get SGA, Tyrese, or or um, Embiid. Doubt it, but it could happen. So right now I'm feeling very optimistic. So my picks of Sabonis and Curry at that 10 and 11, that might switch. That might very well switch if, in fact, either... Embiid, Halliburton, SGA, or um, I don't know, or even Anthony Edwards. I might have to just grab Edwards because I don't even think I have Anthony Edwards in one league anywhere. So if I could get him, him and pair him with Curry or Sabonis, I, I 
think I might feel okay with that. It's a little early for me, you know, to grab him with the 10th pick. But the 11th pick, like, it's like a three-spot reach for me. You know, I think most analysts have him at about 14, 13 or 14. I have him at, I want to say, 16. So that would be a reach for my rankings. But the way this um, team is kind of filling out, if he's available, I might have to take him with my second pick on my back-to-back on round in, in the round two pick. So after Devin Booker, we had Embiid, and now Anthony Edwards is off the board. So I'm getting close. I'm two picks away from getting either Tyrese Halliburton or SGA. SGA is off the board. So now PA Shooters is up. If they grab Halliburton, I'm going to stick to my plan. They grab Sabonis. So now I'm going Halliburton with the one. I'm going to go with Halliburton with the one. And on the back-to-back, because now I'm getting that point guard, I might go Davis. And again, I have not drafted Anthony Davis anywhere, anytime in the history of time, y'all. Let me know. If I could get some, if I could get some uh, help in the comments. If you guys are watching live, please let me know. Should I grab Anthony Davis? Because I'm I am dangerously close to doing it. And it's almost like I'm allergic to drafting this brother. Let me go ahead and grab Tyrese. And now it's like the people I'm looking at, Steph Curry, that would have been cool had I grabbed Sabonis. I don't think I want to do that. Anthony Davis, Lord, I, I don't even believe I'm saying it. KD, I have KD stock in some other leagues. You know what I'm saying? So right now, as Oh, as tricky as it is. Um, let me see what I got. Uh, hello. I uh, No, no, no. Nobody's giving advice. Everybody's asking for questions. So I'm going to just make my own decision. I'm going to be a grown up. Let me put, let me go big screen on this. I'm going to go big screen on this. I'm going to be a grown up. I'm going to make my decision or what's best for my team. That for, I'm, I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to follow my heart on this one. I got to. Because you only get one chance to bring home your fifth championship in your league with your homies. So, with the second pick on my back-to-back, after grabbing Tyrese Halliburton, I'm going to grab. There's no way in heck I'm grabbing Dagon. No way I'm grabbing Anthony Davis. Man, I don't believe I'm about to do this. Somebody save me. Somebody save me before I do it. Don't let me do it. Okay. Hey, I'm making history tonight. Believe in fantasy. We have ever, ever in my life, in any public draft, mock, mock or real, but I'm going to do it today. Ladies and gentlemen, with the second pick, Anthony Davis. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, God. There goes the season. Bur- bur- burning down the house, guys. Burning down the house. Law, stay healthy, AD. Please. Please stay healthy, AD. Oh, man. We got some good people going off the board right now, though. I have to admit. Let me give you that recap. After Tyrese Halliburton, we had Anthony Davis. Um, Then we had... um. LeBron James, I have concerns about LeBron James uh, staying healthy, 
But I also have concerns about Anthony Davis staying healthy. And the thing is about an injury-prone an injury prone player, an injury-prone player is just an injury-prone player until they get healthy. Once you have a full healthy season, then they'll be like, "I right, he not that guy. For example, Carl Anthony Towns was considered a, you know, one of the most consistently healthy guys in, in fantasy basketball. An Iron Man. And then he got injured. Now people are concerned about it. Listen, LaMelo got injured. LeBron got injured. AD got injured. The thing about AD that I really like, even though I have my concerns, is that if he stays healthy, if he could give me 65 games, I'm not even asking for the 82, y'all. Like, I know people ain't going to play 82 games. I'm just asking for not like a serious long-term injury. Him being available in the fantasy basketball playoffs, him being available for most of the regular season, he will be a top five fantasy player in points league and probably in other category, in other um, formats as well, like category even photo. Come on, man. Let's get it. Let's let's roll our dice. So after LeBron James, we had LaMelo Ball. Then we had Damian Lillard. Then we have Steph Curry. KD off the board. I like that. Mikael Bridges off the board. Trey Young. Las Vegas Mafia is up. So at this point of the draft, when it comes back around to me, I'm going to be looking at Carl Anthony Towns. I'm going to be looking at Cade Cunningham. I'm also quite interested in... I don't think Donovan Mitchell will make it that far, but if he does for some reason, I'll be interested in taking him. Very interested in Kyrie Irving this year. I think that Kyrie has some potential to do something special if he can find his rhythm with Luka Doncic. I think that's something that, you know, they really haven't had the opportunity to gel. They haven't had the opportunity to properly gel and develop any, any real chemistry yet. So for that reason, I'm curious at the least to see what they can do. So for Kyrie, I would definitely draft Kyrie, even though I already have Halliburton. For me, I I, I don't get too caught up in p- the positions. I get more uh, focused in on who's the best available player, who's the player that is going to provide the most value. And if Kyrie stays healthy, oh, my gosh, you know, he's dropping 50 out in these streets. He's a, he's he's for real, for real. So let's get back to the recap. After Steph Curry, we had KD at the 2-6. Mikael Bridges at the 2-7. We had Trey Young at the 2-8. Julius Randle at the 2-9. Donovan Mitchell at the 2-10. I love Donovan Mitchell, man. Man, all, all formats. I'm, all, I'm, I'm about that life. At the 3-1, we got Jalen Brunson. Vucevic with the three two. That's a, all right. Vucci Pucci. I don't know if I could do that. Jordan Poole. Yuck. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. That that's crazy to me, man. I, listen, I gotta see it. I think people out here in these streets saying uh, Jordan Poole gonna average twenty five a game. All right. Let's see it. Once he do it, then I'll say you know what, that's the guy. But he, I, I'm not with that like speculative production piece. I'm not like yo. All right, he was really good when these guys were injured, and now that those guys aren't, now he's on a new team, and no one needs to be injured for him to have value. He's going to average twenty five a game. 
I'm not there. What I am about is he does it, then I'll be like, he can do 25 a game. So Laurie Markkinen, if somebody told me, like, he was going to do what he did last year, I'd have been like, man, if you don't get out of here with that Laurie Markkinen nonsense, and then he did it. So now he did it, I can, hey, listen. Now, the the other side of that coin is I'm down to take risks on players that are that have a history. But, like, I'm not taking no risk on, like, somebody like Jordan Poole. I'm out on that. So I'm up. Uh, looks like there's a lot of goodness here. There's a lot of goodness. So Kyrie's on the board. Victor's on the board. Um, Kyrie's on the board. Victor's on the board. Cat's on the board. Cade's on the board. Jaron Jackson Jr.'s on the board. So here's the thing. And I'm going to keep it a stack with y'all. I'm going to keep it super funky fresh with y'all. I know, I know about Victor Webiyama. I am not high on Victor Webiyama. But I'm not high on Anthony Davis either. But I don't have, I don't have nay pick of Victor Webiyama yet in any of my, on any of my teams. So if there was a league that I could pull off a Victor Webiyama trade, still have success, still produce this is the league that i can do it right so i'm looking at victor here 29 is way too high for me on victor right i have the 30th and the 31st pick if i don't take him here i will not get him here i have a feeling there's gonna be some nights that he's gonna have a bunch a bunch of um highlights you know what i'm saying but honestly if i take him it's like I also have AD, and having AD and him makes me believe that I got too much risk on my team, and that's something you want to be mindful of. Even a person like Kyrie, I'm going to take Kyrie here because I think Kyrie's going to put up numbers, so I'm just going to take him on a string. But one thing you want to be mindful of is when you're building a team and creating a roster and a build for your squad in any format – Points leagues, category leagues, whatever. You want to make sure that guys who have like injury history, all of that kind of stuff, risk of resting, that's all something that you take into consideration. With that being said, I'm still going to take the risk. Like I don't have any Victor Webinyama stock and I just want to be somewhere where when his games come on this season, I can be like, it matters. With that being said, if you thought me drafting Anthony Davis was a shock, I'm about to draft and go against everything that I preach with the, what is that? The 31st pick? Lord, give me the strength. Don't do it, Robin. Don't do it. You got a minute to change your mind. Listen, Kill Kill Flores says, Kill Flores says, trust your gut. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think. Anybody else before I make this pick? Because I'm going to pivot quick and grab Carl Anthony Towns. Like, that's where I'm going with this. I'm going to pivot quick. If if someone else could give me some input, but I appreciate that, Kill. Kill said, trust your gut, man. Trust your gut. So let's see. My gut is telling me to take Carl Anthony Towns, to be honest. My my gut is not telling me to take Victor Webinyama, but my heart is telling me to take Victor Webinyama. So for the fantasy basketball community, I'm a draft. Victor, it's the fourth round. I'm not taking him in the second or the third. It's the fourth round. In a 10-man league, let's do it. I did it. I did it. Victor's on my team. I got my first Victor stock in all fantasy basketball leagues that I'm in 
across the planet. So let me go ahead and get to this recap now. I'm going to have to pray about that one. Uh, after Julius Randle at the 2-9, we had Donovan Mitchell at the 2-10. Jalen Brunson at the 3-1. Vucevic at the 3-2. Jordan Poole at the 3-3. Uh, threw up in my mouth again. Laurie Markkinen at the 3-4. Kawhi Leonard. De'Aaron Fox. Paul George. Round 3. Pick 7. Great pick. Jimmy Butler. Round 3. Pick 8. Heck to the no. Bam Adebayo. Yes. At the round three, pick nine, Kyrie Irving, I grabbed him. Then I grabbed Victor Webinyama. I'm not crazy about that pick, but sometimes you got to live, guys. You got to live. DeJounte Murray at the 4-2. Paolo Banquero at the 4-3. Brandon Ingram, 4-4. Pascal Siakam, James Harden, round four, pick six. I love it. Let's roll the dice. Let's get it, man. CeeLo. Is CeeLo out in East Street? Four, five, six. DeMar DeRozan with the seventh pick in the fourth round. Zion Williamson, fresh out the nudie bar. Lord forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm just joking. Just joking. No, I don't want no smoke, Zion. Speaking of smoke, John Morant, round four, pick, pick nine. Smoking it up. Darius Garland with the tenth pick in the fourth round. Kristaps Porzingis at the top of the fifth. Jamal Murray, that's a little early for Murray for me. Pick two, round five. Zach Levine, round five, pick three, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. So two of my favorite players are still there. These are the players that I wanted to take in the round before. They, I, I doubt that they fall to me. But if they do, the fantasy guys will be shedding some beautiful light on me. I'm looking at Carl Anthony Towns and Kay Cunningham. I don't think they'll fall to me. I honestly don't think that's going to happen. But it's a possibility. It's a slim possibility. I got backup plans out here in these streets, but it's a slim possibility. It's a slim possibility. Let's answer a quick question. This one is from a man, JVNH. He says, I got the second. Oh, no, okay, we haven't done this. I got the second pick in a 12-man points league. How's my team in order of picks? Luca. Mikael Bridges, Markkinen, Mobley, Banquero, Kuzma, AR-15, Akangu, Asar Thompson, Miles Bridges, Emmanuel Quickly. Not crazy about Quickly and the Miles Bridges news. He he just got hit with a warrant for his arrest, dog. So I think wherever you drafted him, you pay too much because I don't think he's going to be playing. But overall, I give you three out of five GOAT rating. So Carl Anthony Towns is off the board. Jaw. And then Jalen Brown is off the board. Cade Cunningham still on the board. I do not think he will fall to me. I think that guys will grab him before. Oh, oh, we had some spicy, spicy, spicy action, guys. Russell, Lord, give me the strength. Russell Westbrook off the board. Yo, this is, I don't believe this, yo. Yo, I am, let me, let me go, let me. This is the thing, yo. Man, this is like the fantasy universe working. When they talk about follow your gut, this is why you follow your gut. I wouldn't have taken Victor, you know, in another space maybe. 
But I knew that some value would drop down to me because some of the guys in this league, because I know them so well, are like after certain players and believe in certain eras even, right? So let me give you the recap real quick before I make my pick. So after Jaron Jackson Jr. went at the 5-4, Carl Anthony Towns went at the 5-5. That's my guy. I wanted him. Gone. Jalen Brown goes at the 5-6. Great pick. And this is where we shake it up. Russell Westbrook goes in the fifth round, seventh pick. Crazy town. Tyrese Maxey goes with the eighth pick, fifth round. Now, I'm not mad at that. That's a pretty good pick. And then Spencer Dinwiddie goes with the 5'9", y'all. And guess who falls to me? Cade, Motorcade Cunningham. I'm taking him. I'm taking him. Every time and the time after that. Now, for me, looking at my squad, so far I got Halliburton, Irving, Anthony Davis, Webinyama, and Kay Cunningham. I'm going to just grab Mobley here. I have to. I must. I will. Like, that's my guy. Also interested in Desmond Bain there, but, like, I'm good. I, I, I want me some Mobley. Mobley. Man, that's good. I got both of my guys. Man. I'm Listen, I, I, I am smitten. Daggone it. So me grabbing Webinyama, real talk. And this is big shout out. Where's my man's? Who, who was it? Who was it that said, "Follow your gut"? Where's that? I'm gonna put that up. That's that was um my man Kill Flores says, "Follow your gut." You know what I'm saying? That's like top off convertible. The boobies is out when you make a pick like that for Victor Webinyama. Hair blowing in the wind. Not playing no games out in these fantasy streets yet. Come on, man. Let's see what we got here. My man CJ says, your draft is looking strong so far. You know it, CJ. Hey, listen. We out here, we got so much value in this room, man. I'm like, you know, you know we're going to make some moves to crush it this season. You know what I'm saying? Especially when my league mates make some mistakes like that. Man, you know I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm out here like that going Travis Kelsey, you know what I'm saying, in the front row. I'm like Travis Kelsey in the front row at a Taylor Swift concert with these picks. You heard? Tell your brother, calm down. Go snap the ball for the Eagles. I'm, I'm here. Front row, Taylor's concert. Let's get it. Money all day, every day, and tomorrow. I'm just saying. I'm feeling exceptionally Brooklyn style today. I'm sorry. I wore the wrong hat. So let's get back to the recap. After Evan Mobley, we had Tyus Jones off the board, Josh Giddy, Andrew Wiggins, Scotty Barnes, CJ McCollum, Desmond Bain. I think Desmond Bain is somebody I would have grabbed there. It's just like if Mobley's that close, I don't want to miss out on that. I think he's going to have a huge leap this year. Kyle Kuzma, Buddy Hield, eh. Alfred Shingun, yes. Walker Kessler, yes. Clay Thompson, heck to the no. DeAndre Ayton. And Drew Holiday. So we're gonna we're gonna be up in looks like about one, two, three, four to five picks. Another back to back. Listen, they better not let Fran Van Vliet fall to me. They better not let Fred Van Vliet fall to me. Cause I'm gonna snatch him up. I'm sorry. It's gonna be like it's gonna be a surgical summer in the in the infamous words of my man Pusha T. It's gonna be a surgical summer. Well, actually, a surgical fall in winter, but a surgical year, you know what I'm saying, for the competition. Don't let me get Fred Van Vliet. 
Somebody text Gastonia Slim. Somebody text them N-words. Somebody text PA higher shooters. Do not let... Oh, my God. These guys, they they wilding for the night. Lord, give me the strength. You see what I got to deal with, y'all? Come on. Let me get Freddy. Let me get Freddy, man. Shoot. He's gone. Darn it. It's all good. That, that would have been that would have been like too much. Come on, man. So you know who I'm going for next, right? <laughs> you know what I had to do, right? <laughs> I don't know if you guys listen to... <laughs> I don't know if you guys... Um, 90s hip hop, my man P Diddy. You know we had to do the remix, right? <laughs> Yo, I'm up. if they let me get these two guys, take that, take that. You know I got. You know we had to do the remix, right? I'm not gonna do an R Kelly joke, but you know that that would be a similar thing. Oh, sounds like one of my guys is off the board. Yep, Franz Wagner off the board. That was one of the guys I was looking at, but the other guy I was looking at is still here, falling in a lot of drafts valued way lower than he should be, in my opinion. Has a similar skill set as Victor Webinyama and will likely produce on a higher clip than Victor Webinyama. Ladies and gentlemen, come on to the family. Chet, home grin. Bing, 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 bing. So let me look now because I'm liking Jared Allen here, but I also already got some Mobley stock. So I'm going to just kind of Look around a little bit and see what else is cooking. Man, I like OG Ananobi, but he might come back around to me. I like Bradley Bill, but he might come back around to me. So for me here, I think Austin Reeves way too high for Austin Reeves. Uh, yeah, way too high for Austin Reeves. I like Jalen Williams, but very similar to my point about Jordan Poole. People are high on Jalen Williams because of the last few weeks of the season last year where he was balling. He was going all the way out and producing at a high level. However, that's all we have from him. All we really have is that last couple weeks. So I don't know. They're, they're mobilizing Chet now. SGA is an all-star level kind of guy. I don't know if there's going to be enough space for him to be this valuable. Jared Allen, I know he's produced. So for me, I'm more comfortable. Even though I already have Mobley, I'm fine with having two guys on the same team and doing a little stack. Now, when we get into the three-guy territory, that's when I'm out. So I'm going to draft Jared Allen. So just quickly back to the recap. After Walker Kessler, we had Clay Thompson, DeAndre Ayton, Drew Holiday, Chris Paul, Scoot Henderson, Mitchell Robinson, Fred Van Vliet, which I think was a great pick. Franz Wagner, that's the guy I was really looking at instead of Jared Allen. Holmgren, Allen, and then Jalen Williams, and then somebody grabbed Austin Reeves. I think Austin Reeves could have tons of value if AD or LeBron sit out significant time. I'm just not in that game. I'm not like drafting people that I think will be good if somebody else is out. They got to be able to have like strong standalone value for the position that we're drafting them from. So if I take you with my, you know, what what is that? Like 70th pick, you need to provide 70th pick value. If you're not, then that's really not what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? So here I've been really grabbing the best player available. And because of that, I already have one, two, three, four, five eligible centers some of them also play power forward at one, two, three, four. So I have a lot of big men. So right now, I'm going to pivot and see if I can get some nice wings or get some more guards that also play small forward and kind of fill up my roster because I want to have a little more balance on a positional level. Um, so I'm going to kind of fade 
the centers if there's value in terms of some twos and threes. So Anthony Simons is a guy that I'm looking at here. Also looking at OG Ananobi. Actually, OG Ananobi is my preference. That's the person that I want here. Like, I want OG Ananobi. Will he fall to me? Hopefully. Like, I think I have a really good shot. There's ahead of me drafting, just to let you know, if there's anyone that I think would snipe him from me, it would probably be them N-words or PA uh, higher shooters. And they both pick right before me. So those guys, I don't know if them team Yak boys, I don't think he's going to take them unless he's watching right now. I don't think he's going to take them. But I think that the other guys, they might very well make that move. Um, another guy I'm looking at here is also later on in the draft is uh, Ben Simmons. So, man, I'm really, really loving Ben Simmons. Also, the the Thompson twins, I, I'm, I would like to get at least one of the Thompson twins if I could. But at this point, this early in the draft, I want to make sure that I'm still focused on drafting solid, solid picks. People who are dependable and proven. People who have shown that they can do this for years, right? And... OG Ananobi and John Collins are two guys that I'll be looking at here. Um, I, I want to grab Claxton, but I'm also like I'm over centers right now. Like I don't really feel like he fits what I'm trying to do, even though he might be one of the best available. I'm more interested in OG, who, in my opinion, honestly, is the person I have in my queue anyway as the best available. So I'd be interested in him. And John Collins is another guy that I believe can bring that same level of value um, from the power forward position, even though I'm kind of looking for small forward shooting guard, I like him there. And there's no telling what could happen with that lineup. Brandon Miller is still down here. I'm, I haven't bought into Brandon Miller quite yet, so I'm not putting him in that conversation. Uh, in that conversation, but definitely something I would consider if he continued to fall. So it looks like I'm going to be up. I just need him not to pick OG Ananobi. One more person not to pick OG Ananobi, and we're good. And they didn't. And, and the fantasy gods are shining upon us. So we're going to quickly draft OG Ananobi. And then for the second pick, I'm going to think a little bit about this one. So John Collins is the guy I'm leaning towards. Um, Keegan Murray, somebody that I think brings tons of value. I'm just not there with him yet. I know it's his second year. He, he really is a good shooter. I'm just not there yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't have any Keegan Murray stock and I don't think I'm going to have any here. However, John Collins is somebody I'm interested in. I'm just kind of scrolling down to just make sure I'm not missing any hidden gems. Not going to reach for Ben Simmons quite yet. Actually, I think I am. I think I am because I don't think he's going to come back around. That That is for sure. So it's a 10-man league. I could play around with him, but the the even if there, there is no way. <laughs> there is no way. I gotta go big. There's no way. If Ben Simmons is even 75% of the player that he used to be, that he doesn't hit 10th round value. Like, we're sleeping so hard on Ben Simmons that we don't even want to draft him with a 10th pick in a in a 10-man league? I'm drafting Ben Simmons, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's do it. Let's, let's, 
Let's man, hair blowing in the wind. Let's get it. Let me see what I got here. I got a couple questions. So this one is from Memphis Jamari. What up, my guy? I had the fifth pick in a 10-man points league. All right, 10-man points league. I see you. This is That's my people right there. Can you rate my team? Embiid, yes. KD, yes. Jalen, I'm assuming Jalen Brunson, yes. Bam Adebayo, yes. Triple J, yes. Giddy, yes. Ja, maybe. Claxton, yes. Wagner, yes. Chat, yes. CP3, yes. Jabari Smith Jr., maybe. Vassell, maybe. Uh, I think that's a solid team. I'm going to give you four out of five GOAT rating. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, I thought it was Brunson. I thought it was Brunson. That's what I thought it was. CJ says, thanks again for your advice before for keeping Giannis and Booker in Discord. I got you, man. CJ, listen, that's what we do here. Like people out here in these streets trying to win fantasy championships by themselves. You could do that. I've done it. It's a lot easier. It became easier for me when I got into communities. And for us, because I know there are so many fantasy basketball players who can't find a like points league, you know, newcomer type of community, that that's why we built this place for you. You know what I'm saying? So we have a category league channel. Um, we have experienced players in our discord who help the newer players and it's nothing wrong with that i think that there's kind of like this misconception of like oh oh my god me and my reddit friends were talking about that like i don't believe that they play in a points league i'm totally above that oh my god like that that ish is whack that's whack yo like on, on everything. And I stand on that. We can't build fantasy basketball if we don't appreciate and nurture every level of it. So we meet people where they are, CJ. If you knew to fantasy basketball directly over from fantasy football, or if you just started playing fantasy on sleeper, like points league, 10-man, 8-man, 6-man, whatever, we're going to guide you so you can grow. And that's what it's about. So it's not about shaming people for having a different preference than you. It's about supporting everyone and showing love to everyone in this ecosystem that is fantasy basketball. I'm off my soapbox, man. I, I can't. Don't get me started on that because I be seeing like, listen, I be, I see some reckless, some reckless behavior. And I and I and I get value from um, Reddit. Don't get me wrong. It's, I don't have no shade on Reddit. I get tons of value. As an analyst and as a creator, I get tons of value. But I also see a lot of toxicity, man. It's like, we can't be like that. We can't be mad at people for not liking what we like. It's not godly. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to get all religious on y'all, but man, God don't like ugly. Anyway, let's get back to the recap, folks. Back to the recap. Back to the recap. So after... Turner, we had Middleton at the 8-5, Hero, Pirtle, Green, Beal, D'Angelo Russell, Vassell, Harris, Simons, Johnson, Green, Draymond, that is, Trey Jones, Rudy Gobert, Josh Hart, Valachunas, OG and Anobi. Yes, I don't believe I got that. Ben Simmons, I went for it. I think it's going to be well worth it. John Collins, somebody grabbed him, good. Portis, 
Fultz, Claxton, who dropped. Very nice. Rosier, and then Keegan Murray. We are now approaching my... Ooh, I got. I don't pick for a while. We are going all the way around here. If you guys got more questions for your leagues, please drop them there. Oh, who we got here? Oh, this is my man Keel again. Appreciate your input. Wishing you all the best this year, man. All the love for Manila. We got my people from Manila, Farilla, all day, every day. Listen, one thing about fantasy basketball, guy, um, guys, it's a, it is one of the biggest international games on the planet. So the fact that here in America, here in America, fantasy football reigns supreme is like wow to me. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fantasy football player. I came from fantasy football over to fantasy basketball. But when I see people like Keel here, all the way from Manila, dropping his flag, like that shows me the potential that we have here with Believe in Fantasy, but fantasy basketball as a whole. So as we get geared up for this season, we need you guys to be consistent in the Discord, in the comments here on YouTube, and also on TikTok, you know, because TikTok is off the hook, y'all. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok, but TikTok, man, this is wow. We got to really make sure that we are let, putting down, laying down the foundation for, for what this game is all about, because really it stems from the love for the NBA, man. It's not just about fantasy sports. It's also us being NBA fans. So for me, I'm going to do any and everything in my power to make sure that we can expand the reach of this lovely game of fantasy basketball, in turn, creating another space for NBA fans to appreciate the game that we love. Don't get me started, man. I'm telling you, don't get me started, man. Anyway, let's get back to the recap. After Keegan Murray, we had Yusuf Nurkic and a new setting in Phoenix. I think he could he could do something special there. Aaron Gordon, love Aaron Gordon. He Last year, he surprised me. I was not high on him. I will draft him in this area over here, so I'm okay with that. Then I had Cameron Johnson, Jordan Clarkson, Brooke Lopez, Clint Capella, and P.J. Washington. Excuse me? Excuse me. Um, so here we go. I'm, I'm looking at my queue, and it is absolutely dry. I don't have a player in there now. I'm looking at Jeremy Grant, who is a huge risk because he might get traded. He's somebody I'm looking at. Dan Gafford is another guy I'm looking at, but I don't want any more bigs. Um, man, I don't want to draft Jeremy Grant. The, I don't want to draft Ger- Jeremy Grant. How many picks do I got left? One, two, three, four picks. Brandon Miller starting to look a little better to me. Brandon Miller starting to look a little better to me. Mark Williams, big man. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Brandon Miller, I'll put him in the queue. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my main man, Amin Thompson, in the queue. What else we got here, man? Let's keep let's keep scrolling and trolling. I saw Thompson in the queue. I'm going young buck, like G unit. I'm just saying. Um, what else we got here? I like Taylor Hendricks. I'm not gonna draft him here, but I like Taylor Hendricks. Jeremy Sohan, I like his hair. I'm super high on his hair. I, I don't want to draft him, though. Trey Murphy is somebody I would grab and put in the IR. That's somebody you want to take a look at for the IR. Somebody I would definitely, definitely grab, stash him for 
your IR. So I'm up. I got to make a decision. I got four picks left. I already got a couple of young guys. I got Webinyama. I got Holmgren. So I don't know if I want to be like filling out my roster with all these youngsters. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't I'm not trying to be taking people to Chuck E. Cheese when I'm drafting my fantasy team. You know what I'm saying? I need to have a little more maturity. But Brandon Miller is staring me in the eyes, like calling me. It's like, who are you going to draft, Brandon Miller or Kelly Aubrey Jr.? I know what I'm going to get from Kelly Aubrey Jr. Michael Porter Jr., maybe? Ugh. Not sexy, not exciting. Jabari Smith Jr., another one. Young guy with a little bit of potential. Kyle Anderson, slow-mo. Eh. Eh. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to just... I'm going to be as safe as I can be. Let's just hope that they don't move Jeremy Grant. If they don't move Jeremy Grant, this is going to be a great pick. If they move Jeremy Grant, this might very well be Basuda. Garbage. Back of the sanitation trunk. Let's do it. So we grab Jeremy Grant. And then with the back-to-back pick, now I can go young again. So I can go Brandon Miller or I could go uh, Asar Thompson, Amin Thompson who I really like here as well. I like Amin more than I like Brandon Miller, but I like that Brandon Miller has small forward eligibility. And that's something you want to be mindful of when you're building these teams out. One thing that's worth noting, that it changes throughout the the year. So they might, somebody that might be just a shooting guard right now, later on, they might be playing other positions. So although... Amin is only a shooting guard now. I, there's a chance that he might be more than that. So with that said, I'm going to grab Amin. And if you – I saw Amin play in um, in Overtime Elite last season. My son is a big-time Overtime Elite fan, and I had a chance to watch a bunch of his games. That guy is a killer. Like – you know, you could tell by a player's demeanor, just like their body language and their posture sometimes. And that's the thing I always say about fantasy basketball. You can study the analytics. You can study the data. You can like get as scientific as you want with the numbers. But watching these players and especially like social cues and stuff, like seeing the way a guy responds to his teammates, all of that stuff adds up. I always share this story. When, when I was, um, when I first got into, not first got into, but a couple of years into one of our dynasty leagues, one of my teammates or league mates, I should say, drafted Luka Doncic. And when they drafted him, I was like, ah, I'm not drafting no, I'm not going reaching for no rookies. That year, his rookie year, I want to, I want to say Luka probably averaged like 18 points a game or something like that. Nothing too crazy. But I watched one of his games. And when I watched one of his games, he looked like that kid in the AAU tournament who's dribbling circles around the bigger kids. Like he was that good. And that night, I sent my friend, my league mate, an offer he couldn't refuse. I sent him a player that was killing it at the time. I believe it was DeMar DeRozan in his, maybe in his Spurs years. And he was crushing it. And I sent him another player on top of that, a two for one. And he was like, yeah, no brainer. You can have that little rookie. And the next year, rookie had um, Luca had a leap and he had another leap. And, you know, the rest is history. So the point is, is that players like Amin Thompson, me having a chance to really, I'm based out of Atlanta, right? So it, it, overtime elite is big here. 
me having the opportunity to watch him, like the small little social cues that occur on a basketball court on the sideline and see this young man's demeanor and his posture. It's stoic and aggressive while being tamed and under control for the most part. He is also like grimy, like will do anything to win. Like I think, <laughs> yo, I saw one of the video, one of the episodes recently when they did like a recap of the year uh, or, or like a replay of last year. There's like a whole series around it. Me and my son was watching it. Yo, your man had a teammate who left to got he, who, an, an, a teammate who got traded to another team. And when the teammate got traded to the other team, they played and the other teammate was going off on Amin. Amin punched him in the nuts, yo. It was crazy. I was like, yo, what are you doing? You can't go around punching people in the nuts. So he's a dog. Uh, let's go back to the recap. We had Amin Thompson, Marcus Smart, Jabari Smith Jr., Herter, Gafford, Horford, McConnell, Brandon Miller's off the board, Kenya Martin Jr., Conley, Aubrey Jr., Quickly, Porter Jr., Kevin Looney, Derek White, Jaden, Ivy. So I'm feeling okay. I, I'm going to take best available for these last two picks. So Mark Williams is here. If he's still around, I might grab him there. A Kongwu's still here. I would be okay with grabbing him here. But I always try to get the Thompson Twins if I can get both of them. So I would likely draft Asar with my second to last pick. And then with my last pick, I'll grab the best available that I can find. Don't see anybody in the weeds here that I'll be looking at. I like Zach Collins this year, but in a 10-man, I feel like I can do a little better in terms of upside, me grabbing one of these younger guys. So I'm going to keep doing that, looking for those kind of – looking for that kind of value. Yeah, I'm definitely going to grab uh, Asar here. And maybe I'll just grab Trey, Joe, uh, Trey Murphy the third and throw him in my IR and then come back and grab – my last player later. I might very well do that. But I am looking at Mark Williams here, somebody I'm interested in. Um, I do believe he'll provide some really good value this season. And I think Akangwu as well. Even with Capella there, I think Akangwu has really good standalone value. So it looks like I can get the twin. So I'm going to grab Asar here. And then for my last pick, let me think it over. I'm looking at Mark Williams. I think Robert Williams is good as well. Onyeka Kongwu. Jalen Duran, I like here. Also interested in possibly someone like. No, nah, it's kind of like, man, you get to this part of the drive. It gets oogly. Trey Murphy, I think he might end up. I always like to stash a, a player or two. So I, I feel like. Man, Mark Williams is gonna go, so I'm gonna just grab him now. And there's no, and I don't know if you guys know. I think he led the ACC in blocks one year. Like he's no joke. I'm gonna grab Mark Williams, and that's gonna close out my draft. And we'll go ahead and do a quick recap. And I'm all, and I always do an honest rating of my team to let you guys know what I think about the squad. So that way, you know, I'm just not out here willy nilly drafting and not holding myself accountable but i did make some questionable decisions specifically with ad and with uh victor but I, i'm okay with that i can i can live with that so let's go ahead and do my recap first off at um and this is not in order of the draft this is just in order of my roster so we got halliburton yes Kyrie irving yes og ananobi 
Yes. Anthony Davis. Mm, maybe. I got to see him healthy. But if he's healthy, man, this is going to be big. Victor Webinyama. Maybe. He's a rookie in the San Antonio system. Come on, man. Anything can happen. Cade Cunningham. Yes. Evan Mobley. Yes. Holmgren. Yes. Even though he, they're considering him a rookie, that man been playing, man. Come on. Jared Allen. Yes. Simmons. Maybe. I need to see if he's the real Ben Simmons. Can the real Ben Simmons please stand up? Jeremy Grant. Maybe. If they don't trade him, he'll be super valuable. Um, Amin and Asar. Maybe he's on both. Mark Williams. I'm going to give a yes. Mark Williams. Listen, guys. Now that you are prepared to draft from the 10th position in your upcoming fantasy basketball draft, check out the next episode, you freaking fantasy nerd. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy. This episode was brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts.